0: Welcome to the How to Survive a Horror Movie podcast, where we learn how to survive horror movies and maybe how to survive life. I'm your host, Ryan Stacey, and this week we're going to be looking at a film, I guess you could call it, from 1993. We're, uh, we're looking at leprechaun. Is that my gold? How are you? I'm a leprechaun, my dear. No, I'm not happy about it either. This is a terrible movie from 1993. It's a horror comedy about a killer leprechaun. Jennifer Aniston's in it. Yeah. I don't know why. But we're here in North Dakota because this film takes place in North Dakota. So we're we're doing this podcast from North Dakota. And I'm joined by a very good friend of mine. First time on the podcast jordan snyder jordan Hello. how are you doing
1: i'm doing well how are you doing today ryan i'm good thanks for doing this yes this is this is a movie
0: i really didn't give you much of a
1: choice it's true i was just here watching this movie yeah he wanted
0: to be on the podcast and he lives in the middle of north dakota and so i figured all right
1: we're watching Leprechaun. What a better movie to watch in North Dakota than Leprechaun.
0: So I'm, I'm deeply, deeply sorry. So Jordan, why don't you give us your background a little bit with horror movies. How familiar are you with them? How much do you like them?
1: I, I'm not super familiar with horror movies. You know, I was that classic middle school kid that would, you know, with our friends, we'd watch horror movies, know nothing about them. We just want to get that scare. And then meeting Ryan later in life, really getting more involved with the horror movie franchise, uh, learning more about them, learning more how to survive them. What's wrong with them? Why they're great, all of the above. So
0: <laughs> Yes. Uh, I you know way too much about them now because of me.
1: Yeah, it's true. You're I've watched way too many horror movies than I would care to admit.
0: <laughs> and so, really briefly, this is not a review podcast. Um, this the point of this podcast is we are trying to create a master list of rules on how to survive any and all horror movies. And you can take a look at that list on our Twitter account at How to horror It's how the number two horror. I think we have 31 rules on there now. It's something crazy. Somewhere on there. Yeah, some some lunacy. But you can check out those rules there. And we're going to go through the plot of this movie beat by beat and see if we need to add any new rules. And yeah, it'll be a good time, I think. At the very end, we'll give out a couple of awards for who did the best job following the rules, who did the worst job. The main thing is we will be spoiling this entire movie.
1: All the spoilers.
0: Now, you don't need to watch this. You can skip this one. This is an awful movie.
1: But if you do watch it, watch it with a bunch of friends, not alone.
0: So yeah, just real briefly, you know, I I don't like this movie. It's pretty awful. Jordan, what did you think of it?
1: It honestly, it it wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. It was a lot of fun, unbelievably stupid movie, but it was it was a joyride uh, to say the least. I mean, like I said, you know, I would not watch this alone. It would be really depressing. But you know, get a group of friends together, throw the movie in, have a few drinks. It's a fun movie. Would not recommend it, but it's, like I said, it's fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely had more fun watching it with a group of friends this time. The first time I saw it, I watched it all by myself, and that was a miserable experience. Okay, without any further ado, let's get into the plot of Leprechaun. So we start with the Leprechaun, the titular Leprechaun, a played by Warwick Davis, who played Professor Flitwick in Harry Potter. He's underground, counting his gold. Moving on. Yep. (laughs) That's (laughs) the first scene. We meet Daniel O'Grady. Who lives in, in, it's established in a later movie that he lives near Devil's Lake, North Dakota, which is a real place. It is real. Yes. I promise.
1: Yes. Been there.
0: Uh, He arrives home. He just got back from Ireland where his mother died and he was at the funeral. But he returns home in a limousine and he's drunk. Drinking Jameson. Drinking Jameson. And his wife is waiting for him. He's he's talking about how they're rich now. They're going to buy a mansion. He had shipped a package back from Ireland that's waiting for him on the porch. And he opens it up, and it looks like an urn, but it's actually inside his gold. He he captured a leprechaun by doing that. He was entitled to the gold, so he mailed it back to him, and now they're rich. So if this is true, I got to imagine that this experience with leprechaun wasn't exactly all fun and games. You know, this leprechaun is an evil little shit. Yeah. So we got to assume Daniel Grady is already knows he's in a horror movie. Like he should he,
1: know. Yeah. I mean, if, if as evil and terrifying as this leprechaun is that we've seen throughout the movie we would have experienced that you know in the pre capturing
0: yeah i mean you know maybe just assumes that leprechaun will follow him but don't assume anything does the leprechaun follow him or does he capture him in the suitcase that's the question i I don't really know i think it followed him Uh, like it probably
1: used the, the magic to appear there
0: yeah i'm not really sure it some of this doesn't make a lot of sense yeah that's going to be a problem with this movie. Mrs. O'Grady is making some tea for him. And she hears the sound of a child singing. And it's coming from inside of a suitcase. And the inside the kid is going, Please let me out. I'm going to suffocate. I don't even know what to say here. Like, if you see a suitcase
1: with a kid possibly inside struggling to get out. But it's a tiny suitcase and no way it could fit in there. Yeah. First of all, there's no way a kid would fit in that suitcase. Second of all, if my husband had just come back from Ireland, super drunk, telling me that he captured a leprechaun and got gold, I would I would be super suspicious to even remotely look in that suitcase. I don't even know what to say about this, because I feel like I would open the suitcase.
0: I'd be like, what? What did he do? Did he, like, kidnap a kid who's dressed up
1: as a leprechaun or something? I'm not going to hold it against her for opening this. I'm not either, but it still was a poor decision to do it without at least some hesitation. Yeah, maybe, like, I don't know, have a weapon or something? Right, or get the husband back.
0: It's like, why to... is there someone in there singing? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> she opens it up, and Leprechaun pops out, demanding his gold. All right, now, Mrs. O'Grady, you were definitely in a horror movie. You got this insane Leprechaun here demanding his gold, but she doesn't really have time to do anything about it because he pushes her down the stairs, and she falls to her death and dies.
1: Yeah, that was mostly accidental. Yeah. That wasn't really a, a murder or anything, you know. Yeah,
0: he wanted his gold. He wasn't trying to kill her yet.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that was, I mean, the leprechaun even made that, like, oops, should have been more careful.
0: Yep. I don't hold anything against Mrs. O'Grady here. She didn't really have time to do anything. And who the hell expects a leprechaun to pop out of a suitcase? Literally nobody. Literally nobody. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> so Dan comes back in. He hid the gold somewhere. We don't know where. He sees the leprechaun. And immediately gets a gun and a four-leaf clover. So clearly he knows, because it turns out the only way to beat a leprechaun is a four-leaf clover. He has one prepared, so I guess he was expecting possibly a return from leprechaun. He grabs a gun, and he's got a four-leaf clover.
1: Mm-hmm. So and good for Dan. That, yeah, smart on him for you know being prepared in the, in the case that the leprechaun does return.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, not enough time to save his wife, but uh, he could save himself. So that's rule number five, lock and load. So he falls. That he's in a horror movie. He's he's ready to go. He's ready to fight. So they end up in the basement. And the bullets they they hurt Leprechaun, but they don't kill him. At best, they like knock him out temporarily, and he like yeah, regenerates. He stuns, to it stuns him. But he manages his, when he st- after he stuns Leprechaun, he throws him in a box, puts the four leaf clover on top, and nails it shut. Yep. This is all good stuff. Yeah, he knows how to beat yeah. this thing. He's well, he's clearly beaten him once. Yeah, he can do it again. Do it, does it again. yep. And he's pouring gasoline on it. He's gonna burn the whole thing down with Lep inside. But right before he can do it, he has a stroke. Leprechaun causes him to have a stroke. Some,
1: yeah, somehow it causes him to have a stroke or something like that. he's lines.
0: unable to light leprechaun on fire.
1: Not Dan's fault. Dan did pretty good here, I think. Yeah, so it doesn't kill the leprechaun, but traps the leprechaun in the cage for 10 years. Yep. Cut to 10 years
0: later. We meet Tori and her dad, JD. Tori is played by Jennifer Aniston. And she's kind of your classic valley girl. She hates it here. She wants to go back to L.A. She doesn't want to be in North Dakota or New Mexico, whatever. She doesn't seem to know the difference. And the dad has rented a house for the summer, and it's the old Grady house, which is just a complete pile of crap at this point. It's basically a ruin. Because nobody's been there for 10 years. Yeah. He's like, I got a great deal. I'm like, I believe you. (laughs) I believe you got a great deal on this. And they go inside, and Tori's not happy about this, but the first thing they see is there's a tarantula in there. No.
1: First of all, North Dakota does not have
0: tarantulas. They do not survive here. It's too cold. No. This, <laughs> tell us this is North Dakota all you want. This is clearly Southern California. <laughs> yep. No one's buying this. The established story's got a cell phone, 1993. That's, that's early.
1: De- yeah, I mean, and you can tell by the age of the cell phone, too. It's, it's first gen. Yeah, it's definitely
0: first gen. <laughs> the dad hired a, a team of contractors, three guys, even though one of them is literally a kid. He's like 10. But the first one we meet is the uh, the older brother, Hunky Nathan. He's yes. kind of just a manly the, man. The jock. Yeah. And Nathan makes fun of her being scared. So Tori, who had wanted to leave and go stay in a hotel, she's like, Well, no, I'm not scared. I will stay here. I'm going to prove a point to you. I th- think they're both pretty annoying. I yeah. I don't like either one of them.
1: She, she completely changes character after meeting Nathan. Yeah. It's like, okay, calm down, Tori.
0: And the other contractors are Ozzy and Alex. Ozzy is kind of mentally slow. Like, he's, he's an adult, but he's, he's mm-hmm. slow. And then Alex is 10 years old, and he's really smart. But it's established Ozzy likes to tell tall tales, like stories about UFOs and stuff like that. So it's a little bit of a Boy Who Cries Wolf kind of thing. Yeah. You don't want to do that.
1: Not in a horror movie. <laughs>
0: nope. Tori and Nathan, they go in the basement, and they find the crate, and they were going to try and open it. But they hear Ozzy shouting upstairs, and they go and check on him. Ozzy spilled a whole can of paint on himself. Classic Ozzy. <laughs> he goes inside to clean up and he hears the kid singing once again so he goes downstairs it's coming from the crate and he actually knocks the four-leaf clover off the crate and leprechaun bursts out great here we go this will be fun leprechaun is in the building and we're in a horror movie ozzy yep and nobody believes that ozzy
1: heard slash saw the leprechaun
0: oh and the other thing they establish is that <laughs> leprechaun has like this compulsion to shine shoes whenever he sees shoes he has to shine them
1: it's an ocd yeah. he's got to get those shoes clean
0: and he also his powers aren't fully there because he doesn't have the gold and so he's pretty weak so ozzy manages to get away very easily tells everybody nobody believes him obviously because
1: ozzy tells tall tales Yep. we we learn later that he you know was telling stories about ufos and stuff such and so obviously a leprechaun is not going to be the first thing that they believe
0: you can't blame anybody for not believing in a leprechaun if they haven't seen it yet yeah like that's the one thing with this movie it's like I, there's no there's no leprechaun
1: right yeah you can't can't hold that against until
0: there's proof standing them in the face like, we can't get mad at anybody because this is ridiculous
1: which they literally see they're face to face and still don't believe him. yeah at that point <laughs> so they go inside to check it out and to Nathan's
0: credit he Springs least a stick with him he, he locks and loads just, just in case but it's a it's a little stick yeah, but if you're fighting a leprechaun it might actually do something yeah. <laughs> uh, the others go in with him they don't find anything they hear a weird noise turns out just a rat when they go back outside they see a rainbow And Ozzy thinking there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow so let's go check it out Alex goes after him but they ended up finding it <laughs> they literally find the gold at the end of the rainbow now, at this point, if I'm Alex and I find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, Nazi, my, my buddy, was just mentioning gold and leprechauns to me. I might start to believe him a little bit here.
1: A 10-year-old kid is, is already kind of believing in leprechauns. Yep. And now that he's has literal proof of a, a gold at the end of a rainbow, he's got to believe in the in leprechauns. Yeah. So
0: I don't know if I would go full on expecting Alex to know he's in a horror movie, but he should be at least, at least
1: be like, huh. That's weird. Yep. I'm going to keep my eyes open a little bit. Just just a little bit. Even if Alex does believe that the leprechaun is real, he doesn't know of any danger.
0: Sure. Yeah, there's no reason to suspect there's any danger. There wouldn't be. So Ozzy, he, to test to see if the gold's real, he tries to bite it just to see if it's, like, real gold. And then he accidentally swallows it.
1: How he manages to swallow, like, a gold coin the size of a half dollar. Yeah. Is beyond me.
0: No idea. Alex decides he's going to take one piece, because there's a there's hundred. And he's going to take one piece into town to get it checked out, see how much it's worth. And he's going to hide the rest for now. And he hides it um, near the well, or at the
1: bottom of the well, I think. Bottom of the well, bottom yeah. Bottom of the well. In the bucket.
0: Yes. Yeah, in the bucket. That's right.
1: Meanwhile, Nathan is teaching Tori how to paint. Because a 23-year-old girl doesn't know how to paint.
0: Whatever. When she goes through the truck... Leprechaun is revealed to be hiding underneath, and he just starts, like, casually stroking her her leg. She thinks it's Nathan. So, let me get this
1: straight. She thinks Nathan is hiding under the truck, caressing her leg. They just met, really. And they were just talking to each other and then walked away in separate directions. Why she would think that he would be underneath of the truck.
0: And already caressing her leg. They just met, like, ten minutes ago. Mm. Come on. But eventually she sees Nathan, and then scratches her and runs off. She doesn't see that it's lap, but she's scratched now. Nathan and her dad show up, and she's like... There was, like, a guy caressing my leg and scratched me. That wasn't an animal. And they're like, okay, no, it was it was an animal. Calm down. <laughs> they hear a cat meowing, so they think it's a cat. But they never see a cat. They just hear it. And JD tries to get it by putting his hand into, like, a log or something, and whatever's in there, Leprechaun, bites him.
1: Is this on our rule list? Don't put your hand... In a deep, dark tunnel, such as a giant tree root like that? No, I don't think that's on a list. Even if it is a cat down there, it's 100% going to scratch or bite you. Yeah, what do you expect to happen here? And who cares if there's a cat
0: there? Just leave it alone. Yeah. So, yeah, this this will be a new rule. This is rule number 32. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. If you're going to be a complete idiot, and do something absolutely nonsensical with no common sense, and you get hurt or killed, I have no sympathy for you. None. Now, JD is going to survive the movie. He doesn't die. But he gets basically taken out of it. Yeah, and he completely taken out. And his actions, entry. you know, he wasn't there to protect his daughter. She had to fend for herself, and luckily she was able to do that. You know, it's like he, the bite wasn't poisonous or anything.
1: Exactly, or super infectious or anything.
0: Hell, there could have been a, a tarantula down there, because clearly those live here. Yeah, like, there's that would n- be a perfect place for a tarantula. Nothing good can come from putting your hand down there. Nothing. You use a stick <laughs> yeah you, the stick that nathan had would have worked better so rule number 32 play stupid games win stupid prizes they all decide to take him to the hospital it's established the truck uh the contractor's truck nathan's truck is a piece of crap he doesn't like to start up very easily but it eventually works when they go to the hospital Lut follows on his tricycle it's like following him on a little trike that's the kind of movie we're watching folks well <laughs> everyone goes to the hospital alex and ozzy they go to get the coin checked out and uh, they go to this coin shop where a guy named Joe is running the place. And Leprechaun's outside. And Joe says, you know, if this is pure gold, it's worth 500 bucks. If it's got some sort of historical value, it could be priceless. And so he asks them to let him hold on to it for a night, let him do some more research.
1: We, we learned that there's 100 pieces of gold in this bag. And if each one is worth $500 a piece, Minimum. That's, that we're looking at, what is that, 50000 $50,000. $50,000. In 93, can you buy a mansion a limo for $50,000. <laughs>
0: but if it's got historical value, which it probably does, it's worth more. Prices. Okay. So yeah, okay. if that's the case. I'll give it to him then. We'll, we'll go with it. There's other problems with this. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they give him a piece of gold to hang on to for night. They get a receipt. So that's good on them. Yep. But Joe's going to do some more research. Before he can, Alex and Ozzy leave, Joe hears the sound of a trike bell. I would just think some kid is outside riding by or something yeah. like that. But then he's putting his coin in the safe and a trike runs into him. Like, what the hell? Just a trike. Rule number one, Joe, you're in a horror movie. Yep. If ghost trikes are running into you, that's a problem. <laughs> so, lep appears and immediately bites Joe. And Joe just kind of gives up. He just kind of, like, falls on the ground, groaning he in just, pain. Just
1: gives him the coin and rolls over.
0: Yeah, seriously, grab a weapon or something. Lock and load. Yeah, He just kind of, like, gives him the coin. Yeah. <laughs> So I have another rule that applies to Joe. Rule number 17, never give up. Next thing you try might my work. Try anything, Joe. <laughs> like, he just kills over and lets Lep kill him. He got yeah. bit once. Yeah. He's in some sort of antique shop. There's stuff he could use to beat this guy to death. Yeah. Also, he is a shop owner in small town North Dakota. He's got a gun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Come on. Come on, writer, Hollywood writers. It's like you don't know North Dakota at all. <laughs> <laughs> so Leprechaun grabs a pogo stick and uses it. And jumps up and down on Joe to his death. Yep. So basically, Holistic. yeah. So basically, just Joe needed to actually not give up and find a weapon of some kind. That's that's pretty much it. If
1: yeah, I mean he
0: could have even just tried fleeing. You're running away. It's not my favorite strategy, but you can outrun Leprechaun. Yeah, It's not hard. Tori and Nathan, they're at a diner. JD is going to be in the hospital overnight, and we never see him again. Leprechaun in the antique shop finds basically a toy car, like one of those ones you buy at Walmart. And proceeds to drive it at the same speed of a regular car. Magic, I guess. But he's driving down the road, and this police officer, Deputy Trippett sees him drive by and immediately pulls him over, thinking he's a kid or something. And he's kind of a dick to Leprechaun.
1: Yeah, he is. He
0: just comes out the gate insulting him. Rule number three, do your damn job. If you're a police officer, you don't have to be a dick.
1: Yeah, it's true. Like, just be polite and be like, so what's going on here? Can I see your license? Yeah, like, that's rule number one of being a cop. Just ask for, the like, the legal papers. Yeah, coming out and just making fun of this guy, that's just disrespectful. No, granted,
0: Leprechaun sucks. Yeah. But seriously, you don't know that yet. Just be like, so what
1: do you have? This, this isn't street legal. You don't have a license or anything. And... And maybe it, even if it was a little person, you know, like you're straight up rude to the guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, do your damn job. You know, don't be an asshole. <laughs> so, Leprechaun, like, starts scratching up the cop's
1: face. Just, like, gra- face palms him with his nails.
0: Yep. Yeah. This is part smart of smart Leprechaun. While well, he's doing that with his other hand, he grabs the cop's gun and just kind of tosses it aside and takes that out of yeah, the equation. That,
1: That's smart. That was really smart.
0: Rule number seven don't leave your weapon behind. Deputy.
1: Got to do better than that. So the cop runs off into the woods and left chases him. Why did you just run back to your car? That's what I wondered the whole time. Why didn't the car was so much closer than what the woods would have been? Yeah, could drive away. But no, go ahead and go into the woods. And uh, secondly, with running into the woods, you're no longer able to call in backup. Yeah,
0: which is another rule. Rule number 12, you can call for backup. You know, get back to the car, call for some backup, try and get through something, some message to get somebody some help out there. Running off into the woods
1: is idiotic. It's a terrible idea. He does have a baton with him,
0: which is great, until he throws it his, at nothing.
1: The only thing he has left to defend him is his baton, and then he just chucks it into nowhere. Leprechaun's running basically in circles all around him, and he just throws it at nothing. If you're going to throw something like that, like grab a rock or a stick off the ground near you, because you're in the woods. There's definitely one by. Keep your baton. yeah. Rule number seven, don't leave your weapon behind. Firmly grasp it. He's broken that rule twice now. That's insane. In five minutes. Less? (laughs) (laughs) So
0: he runs off and, like, just goes and sits down by a tree, and he thinks he's safe for some reason. So brand new rule here. Rule number 33, never assume you're safe because that's exactly Exactly, when you're done. The second you assume it's over is exactly when they come back and get you. And there was even – it's worse because there was – it's not like he – got to safety. It's not like he was taken to the hospital. Yeah, he just found a tree nearby, took a seat. And sat down and was like, oh, thank God I made it. No, you didn't. You didn't make it anywhere. (laughs) And so Leprechaun jumps down from the tree and breaks his neck. Yeah. Deputy Tribbits did so many things wrong.
1: And he could have escaped, you know, once the Leprechaun landed on him. He had a while before (laughs) his neck was broken that he could have tried to get the Leprechaun off, got up. Whatever.
0: It's crazy. He, he loses two weapons. One of them, he could, completely preventable. One of them, tough. He was a complete asshole to Leprechaun. He <sighs> running away. He, he could have gotten back up. He could have gotten back to his car.
1: Just it, There's so many things wrong. Everything he learned in training went in one ear and out the other.
0: Yeah. This guy should not be a cop. He no longer is. Yeah, no longer is. That's true. So it's established Tori is a vegetarian. She refuses to kill living things. And I thought that was going to be a nice setup for her actually killing a
1: Leprechaun. But yeah,
0: she's not the one who does it.
1: No, it's the Alex. Well, it's Alex
0: and, and Nathan. Nathan essentially. Yeah, they they kill it. So mm-hmm. this is why is this in the movie? Then Alex and Ozzy finally join them.
1: But you know, in a way, Tori does kill him by learning about the uh, clover, four leaf clover. I mean, she does. She
0: definitely helps, and she gets yeah. them the thing they need to yep. do the killing. So maybe that's the point. Is she doesn't. Give up her morals and values in the, in the face of in death. In a roundabout way. Yeah, it's a stupid lesson. Yeah, it's not the that you
1: they have to look real deep to, to read. Yeah,
0: I'm sure the writer actually thought of that. I'm sure that it was actually intentional. That's not the lesson we want to learn here, folks. No. This is you know you got qualms about killing. That's that's fine. But in self defense, it's fine. Yep. <laughs> just just do it. Yeah. So Leprechaun goes back to the farmhouse. He's searching for his gold, and he keeps getting distracted by shoes. He's cleaning them. <laughs>
1: He's got a shoe fetish.
0: <laughs> this is the most random weakness a, mo- a mo- horror movie villain has ever I, had. I, and I kind of like it. There's yeah. a payoff for it. Yeah. You know, I, I appreciate that. The group returns, they find the house ransacked. The shoes are cleaned. Nathan thinks it was a bear.
1: The fuck? What are you talking about? There's... I mean, there are bears in North Dakota. Yep. So I could see that being a f- plausible... Answer. But how did the
0: shoes get clean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what?
0: Ozzy thinks it was Leprechaun still, of course. And Tori's like, okay, I want to leave. Let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. Great. I love it. Rule number 11. Get out. Get out. Get out. Love it. Tori's scared of the dark. And it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to leave right now. Which doesn't make any sense because they have two trucks. They can just drive
1: away. Yeah. They keep using the one truck that doesn't start. Yeah. When they've got the brand new Jeep. That works. They yeah. use it later. but. Uh,
0: Just leave, Tori. You have your own car. You can leave these guys here. You know, I, I don't recommend splitting up. Rule number 19 is don't split up, gang. Let's split up and look for clues. And normally I say don't split up, but if these three bozos want to stay in this house, and you have a car right there and you're ready to drive off, I'm fine with you leaving everybody else behind if they're too stupid to leave. Exactly. So I would have been totally okay with Tori leaving here, but she doesn't because it's dark out.
1: And it's scary in the dark.
0: It's, I mean, yes, the dark is scary, and there's reason to be scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, by the way, at this point, all of them should know they're in a horror movie. Absolutely. You know, if you find your house ransacked, that's worrisome.
1: Going back to the deputy, having your face almost torn off, you're now in a horror yeah. movie.
0: I Cops should always, almost always assume every traffic stop, you know, could be a horror movie. Yep. Could be an action thriller. I mean, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. <laughs> so they clean the house, and then they hear the bell of a trike, and it's just Ozzy playing with a bell. But then they hear it again, and it's not Ozzy. Nathan goes outside by himself to check it out. Now, this I don't like. Rule number nineteen: Don't split up, gang. Nathan, go outside with some backup, man. Yeah. Like he has a gun. Rule number five: Lock and load. He's got a shotgun. That's great. And he ends up tripping and landing in a bear trap. That's one of the funniest things in this entire. (laughs) Over
1: the shin. Yeah, that's Uh, interesting too. Such a bad place. Like in
0: bear traps, people always get. It's always the foot. Yeah. But it was the shin. That's interesting. Uh, Anyway, rule number two is constant vigilance. Yo, you need to know where your bear traps are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I granted, Lep set it up, but you should, you know, exactly, watch where yeah.
1: you're walking. Right. And it was it was a pretty well lit. Yeah. It wasn't you know, pitch place. black outside. Exactly. There was lights out there. Yep.
0: Watch out for bear traps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I kind of love this because uh, Nathan can still beat the shit out of Leprechaun. <laughs> he's just beating him with a gun. And he's just smacking the crap he's on him. He's got
1: all the adrenaline, the fight or flight. Yep.
0: The others join him, and Ozzy goes inside to call the cops. It's great. Get some backup out there. Probably should have done that earlier, honestly.
1: But Ozzy shouldn't have been the one to call the cops. And we'll get to that in a second, but before
0: they, they, we get this amazing phone call, Alex and Tori join in, and three of them, they all have a weapon, they're all ready to fight, and they just proceed to beat the shit out of Leprechaun. They're just
1: beating him up, left and right. It's so funny. It's one of the funniest parts of the whole movie. And one of my favorite lines from Leprechaun there is, I can't be hurt. Ow
0: like you can be hurt you just can't be killed yeah it's really funny like i I love it like hey they have they realized who was i talking to i was talking about this movie um i still know what you did last summer with josh Ah. a few episodes ago and there's a point where it's three characters uh versus the killer and the killer's human and it's like the three of you could just gang up and beat the shit out of (laughs) him and win well they do it here yeah they they do they gang up unfortunately it's a supernatural serial killer you can't kill him with normal means but you know props for trying you know they don't know that yet
1: they don't yeah they haven't done lethal damage to him yeah to find out that he can't be killed but i but i appreciate that they're just like we we
0: outnumber this guy and he's he's tiny yeah let's (laughs) beat the crap out of him so ozzy calls the cops but they don't believe him because he does a very bad job at explaining the situation now this is rule number nine which was formerly, be careful what you say to the police, and we've now changed it to just be careful what you say. But this ah, follows yep, the former. This
1: is exactly that.
0: If you're in a situation like this where you're attacked by, let's say, Freddy Krueger, or a leprechaun, or any of these weird Supernatural people. You just need to say, hey, there's somebody trying to kill us. Here's the address. Please help. He's dressed in green. Here's the description. He's got red hair. Leave out the short part. It's kind of short. <laughs> Please help. He caught my friend in a bear trap. Perfect. Yep. That's, that's all, all you, you to need. Say. The exactly. Cops are on the way. Three minutes later, they'd be there. Yep. It's hard to be critical of Ozzy because he's not completely there. Um, yep. So I don't want to beat up on him too much, but this is a rule violation for Ozzy.
1: Yeah. I mean, regardless of who it is, it's still a rule violation. Yeah. It's, you just gotta, that's what it is.
0: And to make things worse, the cops know it's Ozzy. He called them last week <laughs> about a UFO. Yeah. Boy who growled a wolf.
1: Oh, uh, it's, it's just a bad situation yeah. overall.
0: This, this is not great. oh yeah i'm sorry nathan didn't have his shotgun yet but alex goes inside gets the shotgun gives it to nathan nathan blows leprechaun away
1: put six rounds in him what shotgun holds six rounds
0: and to be fair i think he only put one in him and then he just fired five more into a bush yep he's like oh he's in the bush he wasn't in the bush anymore no it It wouldn't have mattered but it was a waste of ammo it was so you know just be mindful of your ammunition Mm -hmm. don't waste your bullets so they help him get back inside they immediately know, like, they, they're they like, Ozzy, did you tell them the cops it was Leprechaun? Yeah, I did, because that's what it was. So they know. They're like, oh, shit.
1: They're so not coming.
0: They go back inside. The phone has been caught. It's dead. Tori still has a cell phone. They don't bring that up until later. It's like, Tori, you got to remember these things. Yeah. Rule number 10, don't panic. Yeah. You yep. got you know, you to think clearly and think about how you can get out of the situation. Exactly. You have a cell phone. Yep. You're going to use it later. Remember this now.
1: Mm-hmm. And... You know, to be fair about the cell phone, you know, it's prob- it's new technology, so it's not something that is always on hand that they would think of. Sure. So, that you know, you got to give that a little bit of an exception. Yeah. Still, you need to know.
0: Yep. So, they try and get Nathan out to the truck after they patch him up. They're trying to get to the hospital. And the tr- of course, the truck won't start. At least it was established. So, they send Alex to go out to fix it. He pops the hood and leprechauns in, in the truck. <laughs> in, the, in the hood of the car. Yeah, leprechauns le- le- in the hood. <laughs> that's awesome and so they lock themselves inside they're defending themselves they're locking the door he just busts straight through the windshield front windshield and they're fighting he bites ozzy and tori doesn't give up she grabs a cigarette lighter and burns him with it right in the nose right in the
1: nose it works pretty well leprechaun the red nose the leprechaun yes
0: leppy boy so he goes and runs away into the barn where he is built like a mad max car out of stuff he's found in the It's head. like welding up this car in the barn. Oh, he's gotten two co- toy cars and a tricycle in this movie. Where's he getting this and stuff? And a pogo stick. And a pogo stick. And he uses this tiny-ass car and rams it into their truck and flips it somehow.
1: I Physics does not play a factor.
0: Stonehenge magic bullshit, as a mildly wise man once said.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just go with the magic, yo. The kids managed to get back inside the house. And they slam the door on Leprechaun's hand, which is great because it cuts it off, but he just reattaches it.
1: <laughs> Once you think you, you get a little bit closer, then you yeah. still know.
0: So that's the problem these characters are running into, they don't know how to kill it, you know? Yeah. They, and that's there's...
1: that's the worst thing is when you and you got an enemy you just can't defeat.
0: Yeah. So you need to find out as much research as you can on, on it. But they gotta get out of here alive first. Exactly. So Tori remembers her cell phone at this point. She calls the cops and she gets through, which I liked, and tells them what's going on, but her phone dies. And the police know. They know what's going on. And they call an officer and they're going to send out an officer to check them out. Sounds great. Unfortunately, Leprechaun can mimic voices. And the deputy they called was Deputy Trippett, who's already dead. And Leprechaun's like, yep, I got right.
1: this. We're back to square one. That's
0: nobody's fault. That's just unfortunate.
1: Yep. And of course, the Leprechaun tells the police, yeah, if anything's wrong, I'll call in for backup, but I'll go check it out. Yep.
0: Yeah. So back at the house, Ozzy spills the beans about the gold they found. They're like, oh, okay, so there actually is gold that he wants. It's in the well. And Tori, because uh, Nathan is really fucking hurt, Ozzy's also hurt, and Alex is 10. <laughs> <laughs> she goes out by herself. Now, again, don't split up, gang, but at this point... At least pair up. Yeah, bring Ozzy with. He just got bit on the ear.
1: Yeah, he's he's fine to, to move around.
0: You know, again, I'm running to bring a 10-year-old kid with. But yeah, bring Ozzy. So Tori uses the well. She brings up the gold. And Lep appears, and she just hands it over. I like this move just fine. Like, this is what he wants. Maybe he'll go away. We got. We can't kill this guy. Yep. We've shot him. We beat the crap out of him. He's fine. He's lost his hand. He's fine. Here you go. I don't know if it would have worked long-term. Let's. I don't know if Lep would have come back and killed him or not. If he got his gold, I, I don't know. I really don't if, know. If he would have got all yeah, the pieces? Say all the pieces were there. Lep's got all of his gold. What does he do next? I don't know. Maybe he would have come back and killed him because he I, likes killing
1: I don't think he would have came back to kill him. Yeah. Because, I mean, he he had his gold. He was content. He was counting it. And then that's when it triggered him. That but I, he's
0: also a psychopath. It's true. But as far as we know, this is probably the best option. Like, here you go. Now leave. Yep. So I totally like this. Yeah. You bored for that? It was the right move. She goes back inside the house. Lup counts as gold. There's a piece missing because Ozzy swallowed it. So Lup comes back and he attacks, and we just have this chaotic sequence of them running around the house, shooting at him. Nathan's very slow on the draw.
1: Yeah, that was just poor shooting.
0: Yeah, like he would shoot, and then Lupin would show up, like "Hi, I'm over here," and they'd disappear, and then he would shoot. It's like he just would would hesitate to pull the trigger. Rule number twenty-two: Take the shot. Take the shot. You know you. At this point, you can't hesitate. You got to hit this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you only got him one time earlier. Maybe he should have like eight times he'll die. He won't, but you got to try.
1: Yeah. And he's like riding around on a skateboard and just all this insanity. And then when he finally does hit the shot that would have hit them, leprechauns not on the skateboard.
0: Yep. But finally he lands a shot, like a, a headshot, and they're like, "Oh, he's dead." Well, first of all, Nathan, rule number 6 is double tap. Double tap. It wouldn't have mattered but you should still do it. Yep. Fight. Just one more into that, just to be safe. Don't poke him. Shoot him again. But again, it wouldn't matter. Nathan shoots him again, and Leprechaun flies into the basement. And then they get a phone call from him in the basement, and he sticks his hand through the phone somehow. Just
1: yeah. More his, magic how bullshit. Does it...
0: Stonehenge magic bullshit. The, the phone that's not connected to any wire. Stonehenge magic bullshit. So Ozzy realizes, oh no, there's one more gold coin. I swallowed it. Uh, and they're like, we don't know how to beat this guy. What do we do? And Ozzy suggests the guy who used to live in this house, Dan O'Grady. Ozzy, this would have been great to have this information a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can't keep like secrets like that to yourself, bud. So they suggest going to see Dan O'Grady because he used to talk about leprechauns. He told Ozzy leprechaun stories when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah and he might know about him. He lived in the house. He might have trapped the guy. Yeah, it's smart, but yeah, you really should have said that earlier.
1: Should have brought that story up.
0: <laughs> this is actually awesome. I love this. So they go outside, because Daniel Grady is in a nursing home on the other side of town. So, Tori goes outside with Ozzy and Nathan to use the other truck to escape. And they use shoes to distract Leprechaun. They're just tossing shoes out there.
1: Probably one of the smartest moves of the whole movie. Yeah, I
0: like this move a lot. It works perfectly. Tori gets into her truck and drives off. She probably should have brought somebody with her.
1: She definitely should have brought somebody with her. Don't
0: split up gang, but...
1: Even if it was the kid.
0: Yeah, just any of them. One of them. All four of them. Who cares?
1: Yeah, they should, they should have all four win because the Leprechaun was distracted. What are they going to do while they're back?
0: Yeah, they, Leprechaun will just keep it. Like, Leprechaun honestly should have kept it. I guess he didn't know where the gold was. He didn't know where the last gold piece was. Yeah. So that makes sense why he followed Tori. I don't know. Whatever. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. I, this might not be a well-written movie. <laughs> It's. That's a very possible... <laughs> so Tori arrives. Security guard is asleep. Do your damn job, security guard. <laughs> right? Because of you... Dan O'Grady's gotta get killed. But Tori, <laughs> she's pretty clever. She just takes the room list and figures out where Dan is and goes right up there and starts talking to him, but it's Leprechaun in disguise. And so she just starts running away in this ridiculous chase where he, Leprechaun's in a wheelchair chasing her. And she ends up in an elevator. And then somehow Dan O'Grady's body f- like falls in from the ceiling in the elevator. How it's did he the get ceiling there? Ceiling of
1: the elevator. Like, how did he get there?
0: What? How was he there? I, I don't know how he got there. That makes no sense what's Stonehenge magic bullshit. Yep. Right before uh, he dies, he says, you need a four-leaf clover. There's some at the house kind of by the well or whatever. There's a, there's a there's clover a patch. clover patch by the well. Four-leaf clover, that's how you beat him. Thank you. Very convenient. So as for Daniel Grady, he did great in the first part of this movie. Yeah. He was really good at that. Now, here, we don't see how he got beat by Leprechaun. Maybe he's partially incapacitated because of the stroke. We, we have no idea. And then he manages to pass on this useful information right before he dies. That's great. This is bad on Leprechaun. He needed to finish this
1: guy off. Yeah. Don't just leave him for dead on top of an elevator. Yeah. Of all the places, like, finish him off in his room and hide him under the bed or something.
0: So this is this is some rule violations for Leprechaun. And for a basically immortal magic creature, you know, it's hard to make give any rule violations. But rule number six, double tap. And then this is also possibly a little bit of rule number 29, no half measures. Which is kind of like, don't be the James Bond villain who has the big monologue and an elaborate death for your, your, your person. Yep. You know, don't leave somebody who's not dead on top of an elevator and let them die up there. You just finish him off. Because this guy, he died. It, great. He got the information off. He got the secret. You know, he got the, he, he got the plans onto the rebel spies. Yep. You know? Lep, come on. you got to be better than this. You're a
1: supernatural leprechaun.
0: Yes. So Tori returns to the house with Leprechaun in pursuit. And starts looking for the clover. The leper arrives and then there's a foot chase. And she finds the cop car, and she's like, oh, there's help, great. Cop's dead. It's the same cat from before. But she grabs the baton and shoves it into Lep's eye.
1: Does it with, like, there's not even any pressure. Like, it's just like a a nice ease into the eye, like putting into Play-Doh.
0: It worked. It worked. Rule number five, lock and load, and she did it. It Very (laughs) effective. Unfortunately, Lep just steals the eye from the deputy and puts it back. He's like, an eye for
1: an eye. An eye for an eye.
0: Oh, my God. So she's kind of trapped in the back of the cop car at this point. Because what do you do now? You're in a supernatural killer. You got nothing. Yeah. Fortunately, Nathan and Ozzy show up and just blast him with the shotgun. Yeah, they
1: come out of nowhere. <laughs> I liked it. they just like, oh, they're here now. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys.
0: <laughs> so they go back there looking for the four-leaf clover. Meanwhile, Alex wants to set up, like, a bear trap to use a little leprechaun. Smart on Alex for, you know, setting a trap. Being productive. You know, maybe if you can't kill Uppercorn, you can at least immobilize him.
1: Yep. You know, trap him. That's exactly what he was doing. He was yep. going to trap him, you know, put him in the crate, sort of idea. Yeah.
0: It's it's like Superman. You can't really kill Superman. Just lock him in a case of kryptonite. Yep. you got to find a way to incapacitate him if you can't kill him. Tori is ready to give up. Rule number 17, never give up. But, like, she picks up a full-leaf clover by accident. They have one now. Hooray. Yeah. Finally, she after believing in it. She believes. I believe. whatever. What are you believing in? <laughs> right? You gotta, Ozzy's like, you gotta believe, Tori. In what? <laughs> so, Leprechaun attacks Alex and he tries to put the kid into the bear trap head first. Gnarly, dude. I kind of wish he had. That yeah,
1: cool. that, that would have been a epic death. Yeah, for sure. Just head just exploding, too. I can just see the CGI now. But Ozzy comes in and he's like, yo, the Lep- coin's in my belly. Come
0: get it. And takes off running, saving Alex's life. That's nice. So, Leprechaun's chasing Ozzy and the others chase after him. Uh, on Leprechaun's way out the door, he just, like, kicks Nathan in the leg where the bear trapped
1: him. Yeah. <laughs> <It's like>, ow! <laughs> <laughs> just that add, insults injury. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so the Leprechaun attacks Ozzy and, like, slashes him up a bit. And then Alex has, gets the 4D clover from Tori. And in the greatest part of the entire movie,
1: he uses a slingshot and fires it into Leprechaun's mouth and says, Fuck you, Lucky Charms. And then shoots the 4 leaf clover wrapped around a piece of gum down the throat of Leprechaun. Yeah. You know, good on Alex. This is rule number 22. Which I like that this, you know, this slingshot thing goes full circle. You know, from the very beginning, we see him use it once to shoot his gum uh, at Ozzy as some sort of a joke. And, you know, we see it again. That same slingshot brings it back out for the end of the movie. Mm Mm-hmm. He took the shot. He succeeded. Can't waste that shot. You yep. just gotta take it. Mm-hmm. Good on
0: Alex. Basically, Leprechaun starts to melt. And this is actually looks really cool. This is like out of Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's like <laughs> green blood. It's awesome. And he falls down the well. And then climbs back up. He's begging for his gold. And Nathan just rifle butts him right Double down. tap. <laughs> Knocks him down the wall. Pours a bunch of gasoline down there. And blows it up. That's, that's a double tap. <laughs> Rule number six double tap so the next morning the cops will show up Lep is still alive at the bottom of the well and says he's going to come back someday which he will
1: end of movie
0: and that <laughs> roll credits is Leprechaun oh that was certainly a movie Jordan we got two new rules which is more than I thought I guess going into this thing but yeah Leprechaun gave us two new rules first is play stupid games win stupid prizes
1: and never assume you're safe yeah what do you think of those rules? pretty pretty good rules smart rules I mean, the first rule, we, we can apply that to almost really anything. Mm-hmm. You know, not even horror movies. Just That's just common sense. Life. Yeah, it's life. Um, and the, I mean, just those rules are smart.
0: Yes, I agree completely. So, let's do the awards. First, we have the Randy Meeks Merit Badge, which is based off of Randy from Scream, the guy who knew all the rules, basically gave a speech on how to survive horror movies.
1: There are certain rules that one
0: must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. And so this goes to the character who did the best job at surviving the horror movie by following the rules. And they don't necessarily have to live. They just have to have done a good job. So there's actually a surprising amount of options here. Yeah. Let's take Ozzy out of this because he makes some mistakes. He did some good things, but I don't think Ozzy did good enough. Sure. So I think I think there's four people we can talk about. First, we have Tori. You know, for this valley girl archetype, she does pretty well. She is one of the two people that are completely unharmed. Yeah. I mean, she gets a scratch. She she, she does, does get a scratch. Yep, you're yep. right. You know, I'm I'm trying to think of a mistake she made. She uh, does go off on her own a
1: couple of times. You know, there's a lot of splitting she, up. She she goes outside at night yep. by herself when she uh, is aware of the leprechaun being yep. about. She goes out to the well by herself. Um, the other one too. She goes to the nursing home by herself. Yep. And she does a she does a lot of things off on her own. I think that's yep. a general what. Yep. She does
0: wrong. Yeah, and, and, you know, she succeeds at all of this, but that's risky. It's high risk. So I think that's her big thing is she splits up a lot. And, you know, granted, Nathan is missing a leg, basically. (laughs) Alex is 10. Ozzy is not competent. So I kind of get it, but at the same time, you
1: should have at least, like, an extra pair of eyes, extra Mm -hmm. pair of hands. Yeah.
0: So that's my only criticism for for Tori, really. I'm surprised and, she's that. And, that's and who it she could
1: is. go. It could go back to you know the idea of that a little bit of feminism mm-hmm. aspect of it. You know she she can do just as much as anybody else um, that we hear from the beginning of the movie. So that could be part of the reason why she does this stuff on her own. Wow, that was some fucking insight, man. <laughs> ah, I
0: didn't even think of that. Good job. That's good. No, that could definitely be the case. That could be why it was written mm-hmm. the way it was, which makes sense from a, a writing perspective, but from a logic. And survivalist perspective, it's not the smartest move. Like, I don't care what your sexual gender is, bring a second person. Exactly. Just to help. Yeah. There's no shame in having help. So then we have Alex, who I think is also pretty intelligent. You know, I I don't think he makes too many mistakes either. For
1: a 10-year-old kid, he's pretty smart.
0: Yeah, he does a lot right. He's setting up traps. He's the one who melts Leprechaun's face with the the, the clover leaf. He's helping. He's fighting right alongside Tori and and Nathan. They're beating the crap out of him. He's smart to set up a trap. Yep. Um, he, he's
1: smart enough to try. Yo, yeah.
0: Now, he does go off on his own to do that, similar to which, Tori.
1: Which then isn't smart, especially in the barn.
0: Yep. And he almost got himself killed there, and the only reason he didn't is because Ozzy showed up. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest mark against Alex, is he would have died if it wasn't for Ozzy.
1: Ex- yep, exactly.
0: Nathan was dumb enough to go out on his own and not look where he was going. So <laughs> yeah. I, I want to remove him from this, because he got himself in that bear trap like an idiot.
1: Yeah, that was pretty dumb.
0: Also, he was... Terrible at
1: shooting. Like he landed a few shots, but he wasted so much ammo. He wasted way too much ammo. His accuracy it, rate is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have some really good shots, but some really bad ones. Yeah.
0: And the last person for this award is Dan O'Grady, because in the beginning of the movie, he was really good. He was ready for the Leprechaun to come back. He had a clover leaf. He had a gun. He succeeded in trapping the Leprechaun. Pretty much instantly. Mm -hmm. He trapped him trapped for 10 years, and the only reason he didn't kill him is because leprechaun magic bullshit, Stonehenge magic bullshit, caused him to have a stroke. Yep. And then he
1: lived long enough in the nursing home to give the vital information and pass it on to Tori. I will say, though, he did, at, like, part of his dying breath, say he was, I knew he'd be back for me. Mm -hmm. If he knew he'd be back for you, you would have either, A, gone back to the house to burn him, or B have another four leaf clover or something to defend yourself if he does intern yeah
0: back. and we never see him like in his normal state in the nursing home so maybe he was incapacitated. maybe he couldn't Could walk be. or something yep we don't know we don't have enough information to work on there but surprisingly all three of these characters i think were pretty good mm-hmm. but i think i want to give it to tori overall i think so too you know splitting up aside i really think she did almost nothing wrong and you know she wasn't the brightest bulb on the tree, but she was competent. And she, especially fighting a character who is borderline immortal. Yep.
1: She figured it out. She got the job done. She stabs the baton in Lep's left's eye. She does the cigarette burner in the car mm-hmm. rather than just being cowardly, you know, and
0: yeah. freaking out. Yeah, she stands up to him. She defends herself. Yep. And, you know, and that's, that's pretty good. So congratulations, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. The most prestigious award of your life. <laughs> you get the ready Meek's merit badge. Wow. Oh, my God. So now the other award, which I think would be much, much easier to give out. This is the Knight of the Living Plub Award, which is based off of Barbara from Night of the Living Dead, the worst character of all time. They're
1: coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it. You're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara.
0: This award goes to the character who did the worst job at following the rules. And this is easy. This is Deputy Trippett. He adds a rule to the list. Yeah, he added a rule and violated, like, all of them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he doesn't do his job. He loses his gun. He throws his baton away for no reason. He doesn't get back up in when he easily could have. And then he uh, assumes he's safe for no
1: reason. In the That's middle going. of the woods, he assumes he's safe.
0: What are you doing? I, this guy is a mess. He does nothing right. Mm-hmm. He, literally a zero of a character. And we get zero characters sometimes, but that's usually a character who comes in, makes one mistake, and dies. Yes. This guy made so many, did nothing right, and dies. I think this is one of the easiest Night of the Living clubs we've ever had. Do you agree? I agree 100%. Deputy Tribbett is the Night of the Living club, but he's not so living anymore. All right. Jordan, do you want to come back on the podcast? Uh, I would love to be back on the podcast. Awesome. So now it's the time of the night where you get to reserve a movie. So what do you want to talk about?
1: Uh, I want to talk about it. Talk about what? Talk about it. Talk about what? Do you not hear me? I want to talk about it. The movie, it. Oh! Ah! <laughs> the, the new one, right? Yeah, the 2017. Yeah, I think version? it's seventeen. I think it is.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. 2017, it. That's awesome. Uh, I actually was at the Chinese theater for the premiere of this movie. Oh. Uh, I was working it and I got paid to watch the movie. Nice. Uh, so it was really fun. So I have a this movie is a special place in my heart because that was such a fun experience. Um, so I'm pumped absolutely so IT well, we're gonna put the, uh, the original IT the miniseries into the waiting room Yep. we're gonna watch that first I'll probably have you come on and do that as well but yeah and then once that's watched then we'll put the uh, sure. uh, other IT on the wheel and
1: then, then, then once watch it.
0: IT Chapter 2 comes out and it comes on DVD and Blu-ray and then we'll do that one as well awesome but IT has been reserved for Jordan that's fun I'm excited that's, a, that's an awesome movie alright Jordan let's spin the wheel
1: Let's spin the wheel.
0: All right. Well, we have Scream 4. We're finishing off another franchise. Uh, take that off the wheel. Children of the Corn will be taking its place. Oh, no. Speaking of B movies, oh, my God. And there's 10 of those. Just kill me now. Scream 4. Okay. That's that's fun. That's a good movie. All right. Uh, as we wrap things up here, Jordan, do you have any social media you want to plug?
1: Yes, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at jsnides56. That's at the letter J S N Y D S fifty six. All right, it's a it's my Twitter account. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> follow us at How to Horror on Twitter and on Instagram at How to Survive a Horror Movie. I think that's what it is. Uh, I'll post more stuff on there. One last thing before we go, Jordan, I have a present for you. Because I have two copies of Leprechaun. Oh, no. And your award for being on the show is you get a copy of Leprechaun. So you get to keep that on DVD. It's all yours. Uh, you don't have to thank me. It's okay. I know I know how much that means to you.
1: Uh, hey, I have, a, I have a horror movie to add to my movie collection now. Uh, what? What, do you own one horror movie? Gremlins. Yeah, you own
0: Gremlins. That's the only horror movie you own. <laughs> so now you own two. You own Gremlins and Leprechaun. Oh, That's no, all yours.
1: It's not good. <laughs>
0: You've a high high and a low low. Oh no. Well thanks for being on. Thank and, you. It was a pleasure. And uh going through this madness with me. And thank you for spinning a good movie. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need one. All right. This has been the How to Survive a Horror Movie Podcast. Stay safe out there. <laughs>